Hi guys, welcome back to the Grow the Jazz podcast. I'll be bringing you fitness education with practical application. And today we have what might be a bit of a controversial um, topic here. It might might hurt a few people if they were to listen. Um, but we're going to talk all about reverse, reverse dieting because I think there's so much misinformation but also misunderstanding about the concept of reverse dieting so I just wanted to lay you know lay the land for you make it really clear what reverse dieting is but I mean equally as important what it isn't and so what what most people think it is reverse dieting they think it is gradually increasing your calories in order to ramp up or increase your metabolism which will allow you to eat more without gaining fat which obviously sounds like a dream sign me up and that's why so many people do sign up for it and that's why it's a great marketing and sales tool for coaches um and when i'm talking about like the fact that using it as a marketing and sales tool is misleading because it, it absolutely is misleading i am unsure whether it is because these coaches or people or whatever don't actually you know they actually believe that that's what reverse dieting does or if they they are just using it as you know selling selling the dream I mean I think I'd prefer them to just be you know misunderstand what reverse dieting actually is and and be selling it um you know with a lack of knowledge even though that's not great as a coach rather than them purposely misleading people um there are some people that even suggest that the gradual increase in calories will cause you to lose fat which doesn't make any sense but here we are um so you know they'll say reverse diet now so that or you know reverse diet now so that you can diet on higher calories in the future so people tend to think it's like the opposite of a diet so you know you're increasing calories in order to seal fat loss or whatever um which is you know fair because it's called reverse dieting um but what reverse dieting actually is is simply a process of gradually returning to maintenance calories at the end of a diet and that's the key part The person must have been in a fat loss phase to reverse diet and they must be in a deficit currently at the end of a fat loss phase. We can't just turn around and say, I want to eat more but not gain fat so I'm going to do a reverse diet. If you haven't done the diet in the first place, it's reversing out of a diet. It's not a diet where we increase calories just from maintenance or wherever you are now. But it's often marketed as, you know, your metabolism is is low or broken or damaged from dieting on low calories. So if I gradually give you more calories each week, we can fix that metabolism. But the issue is metabolisms can't be broken and they can't be damaged. You know, you don't have a damaged metabolism. Yes, metabolisms can be impacted by um, certain diseases or, or illnesses, you know, PCOS, menopause can impact on metabolism, that kind of thing. But you're not dieting and causing damage to your metabolism. But when we diet, we may experience metabolic adaptation. So like an adaptation is a non-permanent thing. Um, and, but the, the largest change in our metabolism when we diet really is just the fact that we diet, we have less body weight, therefore we have less kind of 
body tissue using energy and therefore our smaller body burns fewer calories at rest. That's the biggest change in your metabolism. Um, And the other change that might happen that can contribute towards metabolic adaptation is a subconscious reduction in movement. So you might sit down more, you might fidget a bit less, talk with your hands a bit less. When you're in a deficit, your body's trying to kind of preserve energy and therefore you're you're subconsciously, not on purpose, you're moving around less and therefore you burn fewer calories. And that's it really. Those two reasons are how your metabolism changes when you're dieting. When you stop dieting and you come out of a deficit, you're a smaller person because you've dieted, you've lost weight and you're a smaller person. So that component of the metabolism is going to stay lower than previously unless you decide to regain the weight. That's the only way to get that part of your metabolism to increase again. Um, And as we spend time out of the deficit, our subconscious movement is going to ramp back up to its previous levels. So, you know, you're going to start to, you know, you'd probably stand rather than sit. You might be more likely to take the stairs rather than the lift or whatever. Um, And so that component of our metabolism might increase a bit when we come out of the deficit. So I guess the question that then takes us to is, so how do we go out, get out from a deficit to maintenance? And for most people, they should return straight to their new estimated maintenance calories in either one step or maybe two steps. As I said, your maintenance calories after a diet is going to be slightly lower than before the diet because you weighed more before the diet and so your BMR, your basal metabolic rate was higher. So for most people, we can make an educated guess on their new maintenance levels, which might be a few hundred calories lower than it was before you dieted and before you lost weight and we can increase them at the end of the diet straight up to that point if we don't have much information about their pre pre pre-fat loss maintenance level so if i don't know what their maintenance was before they dieted we can make an estimate based on kind of the calories they've ended up on when they're dieting their size their activity levels and that kind of thing we can increase them to that estimate and we can see how the body responds so you know are they continuing to lose weight on those calories okay that was a bit of an underestimate and underestimate we may need to add a a few you know a few a hundred or so more calories um, but we can adjust it from there so a kind of try and error process for some people having one big calorie jump increase at the end of a diet straight up to their new estimated maintenance might seem a bit scary um, or a bit nerve-wracking and in that case it might be appropriate to maybe break it into two steps for example and I, I do this you know relatively frequently for example if someone's pre diet maintenance calories were 2100 and then we take them into a dieting phase and they lose eight kilograms Um, they finished their diet on 1,500 calories. So I might estimate that, okay, so their calories that they were maintaining their old body weight on before was 2,100. They've lost eight kilograms, which is a decent amount. So I might make a guess that their new maintenance might be around 1,900 calories. These are just all examples. Um, If jumping straight from 1,500 calories, which is how they finish their diet to 1,900 
feels a bit much, feels a bit nerve wracking, we might maybe go to 1,700 first and then a few weeks later go up to 1,900. That's an example. The point is that when a diet ends, we want to get out of the deficit ASAP because being in a deficit is bad for everything apart from fat loss. So when we've completed the fat loss and we're we're happy with the fat we've lost, the sooner we can get out of the deficit and get to maintenance, the better. Um, And when we're at maintenance versus being in deficit, our body's in a much better position to build muscle. We've got more energy. We've got better training performance. We've got better flexibility with our food. um, And it will also help to reverse that part of the metabolic adaptation that comes from the subconscious reduced movement. So when we increase calories, we're at maintenance levels. We're probably going to be moving around a bit more, more likely to talk with your hands, etc, etc. So, as I said, most people don't need this slow, gradual increase in calories, this reverse diet. When might a reverse diet be useful? I might gradually increase, more gradually increase someone's calories. And I'm not like, you know, some people are doing it in like 50 calories a week for, you know, 10 weeks. And it's like, blimey, God, we're spending ages doing this. I might do it for someone if they got super lean so we did you know a pretty intense diet they got to a really quite lean you know position it's it's quite applicable for you know people who compete so bodybuilders who are getting kind of stage ready maybe someone who cuts a lot for a a photo shoot they might need a more kind of gradual um um increase in calories and also we might not be aiming to maintain that level of leanness going forward so we might actually want their body weight body fat percentage to increase a little bit above their kind of leanest point or for someone who has dieted for a while and lost a lot of weight meaning that we don't have a great gauge on where their new maintenance will be so if someone was you know overweight and they've lost a big chunk of weight and now we're looking to maintain it's going to be difficult to know where their new maintenance will be so we might have to do a bit more of a gradual quote-unquote reverse out of the diet to kind of find those levels for them so what the reverse diet is doing is more gradually adding calories to find maintenance levels throughout that time we will find you know throughout that time that we're looking for maintenance the person is still in a deficit just a smaller one so if you're at 1500 calories and your maintenance is 1900 if i increase you to 1550 then 1600 you're still in a deficit all of that time um which is where people get the concept of oh that you know look at my client they're eating more but they're losing fat well, obviously they're still losing fat because they're still in a deficit. It's just a smaller deficit because you only added 50 calories from last week. Um, so, you know, selling this idea of you can eat more and still lose lose fat is is a frustrating one because, yes, they are eating more and losing fat, but it's not they are still within a calorie deficit. It's just a slightly smaller calorie deficit because you've only added 50 calories back um, and you're dragging out the, the time they spent in the deficit. So let, let's talk about the illusion of eating more but losing fat. Because if someone feels like they've been 
dieting for ages on really low calories and not losing fat like lots of people say that and lots of people come to me in that position they feel frustrated because they've been dieting for years and they feel like they're on really low calories but their body's just not responding and it's super annoying and frustrating in most cases and this isn't me being um trying to like pit like put these people down or say they're lying or any of those kind of things but in the majority of cases it's because they're not consuming the calories they think they are on average over time so so yes maybe they are having like 1300 calories monday to thursday but maybe on friday evening they have that big takeaway with the family because they've been good all week or saturday they go out for a meal um and have you know 1300 calories literally just in a main course and a few glasses of wine um uh, or or they feel so restricted during the week and they've cut everything out else out during the week that on the weekend they end up way overeating on and grazing on on snacks which means that their average for the week could be easily brought up to 1600 1700 1800 even though they were yes they're on really low calories on the weekdays but on average over time what those days and those evenings of overeating and that kind of thing they might be brought up to around their maintenance which means they can feel like they're dieting for ages on really low calories and not losing fat but on average they're not in a deficit and that's why they're not losing fat um and what we might see sometimes is by increasing their calorie target so they think that they're saying no my calorie target is 1300 whether they're always adherent to that or not that's what they're saying um so for example if we say okay your new calorie target is 1600 well now they're not feeling restricted during the week and they're a much better able to be adherent to that target they've got less urge to overeat on the weekends they've got more wiggle room to maybe bank calories for their meal out on friday etc and so they're not eating more to lose fat they're actually consuming less calories over the week on average but their daily consumption you know generally those weekdays the weekday intake being slightly higher means they can stick to it better and that's why they then are actually on average in a deficit and then can start seeing fat seeing fat loss um and another issue we see when coaches sell this concept is that if someone is pretty sedentary they're not moving much during the day and they're not exercising that much they don't have you know they've not tracked much in the past but they've seen you know things online that tell them you know this is what 1200 calories look like and you know so they think they eat 1200 calories a day that that's what it feels like to them maybe i eat really small meals yeah so they tell their coach i only eat 1200 calories per day even though they're not really tracking but that's kind of what it feels like to them then they start working with the coach and the coach sets them a step goal gets them moving and exercising gets them to start tracking their calories properly and obviously they start losing fat because they're moving so much more and they're actually tracking their food intake because you know they probably weren't eating 1200 calories beforehand um but now even if their target their that their coach set them was 1700 calories that you know that that might be less than what they were eating previously maybe they were having like a bowl of granola in the morning that they thought was really healthy and was in fact like yes it's healthy but it's also like it could be like 700 calories and they just don't realize that so that kind of situation um but then the coach puts up a transformation picture with you know their their initial picture on the left you know titled 1200 calories 
which the client guessed really and was doing 1,000 steps a day, you know, not moving hardly. And then the right side picture in two months time, their energy expenditure, so the energy they burn each day is way up because they're now at the gym three times a week and they're doing 5,000 steps per day, meaning obviously that component of the metabolism has increased and they're eating 1,800 calories per day, which likely was actually less than what they were eating before, but they're just more aware of calories now. But to those looking in and seeing that picture, it looks like some kind of magic. Wow, you're eating 600 more calories per day and losing fat. You know, look at that. Look how brilliant this coach is. Let me sign up. Um, which is where the kind of misleading thing comes in and why I think there's so much confusion about reverse dieting online. So the final point is, okay, you know, you might be hearing this and think, well, I thought, you know, if I reverse dieted, I'd be able to diet on high high calories in the future. Well, if that's not the case, because unfortunately, our metabolism is relatively set. It can't change that much. Obviously, I said it can adapt a little bit up and down. But unless you gain a lot of weight, that is really the only way that your metabolism is going to increase significantly. So you can't just eat more food, expect to not gain any fat and say oh look yeah well yeah if you want to you know the the first point was okay well if you want to eat more you, you you'll gain fat that that is that is the crux of it so your metabolism is relatively set so so we can't do this concept of I need to reverse diet so that I can diet on higher calories in the future so what do we do if you feel like you're on low calories but you're not losing fat you've plateaued either if you want to if you actually want to continue losing fat unfortunately the truth is you're going to have to reduce calories again and it and or increase your expenditure so increase your steps increase your cardio you might want to if actually you've got a low calorie target but you resonated with the point that oh yeah on weekends I do end up overeating or I am going out for those few meals that I'm not tracking and they might be bringing my calorie average up etc okay well maybe then you need to track a bit more accurately or set a slightly higher calorie target but it's one that you could actually adhere to or if those things just seem I just don't feel like I can do any more then what you might need to do is spend some time away from dieting come to maintenance for a bit of a mental break you know focus on your training focus on getting strong focus on all the other great things you can do with your fitness and tra- and training and eating well and and, and fully fueling yourself properly you're not going to just be able to okay i'm going to come to maintenance i'm going to reverse diet i'm going to go you know higher in calories so that i don't have to drop this low in the future unfortunately that doesn't work but what you might need is a bit of a mental break build some muscle you know spend some time away from dieting and then go back to it in the future when when you're ready to kind of go again so I hope that kind of clears up a bit about reverse dieting it's not a little bit of clickbait in terms of is it a myth it's it's not a a complete myth but I mean I think a lot of the ideas around reverse dieting are myths are misleading are very it's very very misunderstood it's not that applicable for most people and it's certainly no nothing magic we can't just suddenly ramp up our metabolism by eating more and expect not to lose fat um quite often what people will experience if a coach tries to take them through that is they'll revert do this quote unquote reverse diet which probably isn't even an actual reverse diet they just say oh you know you're at maintenance now 
let's increase your calories so that you can diet on higher calories, what will happen is the client will inevitably go into a surplus. They will gain some body fat, feel like, oh, this isn't really what I wanted. Yes, you might be able to diet on slightly higher calories now, but it's only because you've got more fat than you did in the first place. Um, And so I think it's just being careful about kind of the information that you consume. Um, If it sounds too good to be true, probably is if you see transformation posts where someone has lost a load of fat by increasing their calories recognize that it's not because that they've not eaten more and now their body is losing fat it is due to other factors um and obviously if this is something you're struggling with and you just say you know i need guidance and support with that that's what i do as you know as as a one-to-one coach so if you if you if you're struggling with fat loss and you're at a bit of a loss for kind of where to go next um i can help you so so have a look in the show notes below we can jump on a call that's totally free and it's just a chance for us to get to know each other a bit better and see how i can help you with your goals um and you know get you out of this point that can feel super frustrating if you feel like you're just having no success with with your fat loss goals but that is all from me for this week um as always any questions topics that you'd like discussed etc etc just get in touch and let me know have a great rest of your day and i'll speak to you all again next week